So, my mulligan. Um, I was a new captain. Fairly new. I wasn't brand new, but I was definitely newer. And um, I won't go into really all the details of what station it was because I don't think it really matters. It matters, but... It doesn't, but um, so this this apartment fire comes out, and it's clearly banged out as an apartment fire, and it is literally next to the fire station. Okay. I mean, so it's the apartment complex. I, you turn right, turn right, and you're in. And you're there. Um, and we get there. It's three-story. Three on the front, three on the back. And the way the building is laid out, it's really kind of weird. So I'm going to try to do a pretty good, decent job to describe what happened. So as you're coming into the complex, you're immediately met at the gate. Okay? So to your left is the leasing office, the gate, and then to the right, directly to your right, still with the gate, is the building that's on fire. That's on fire. And, and you're actually... In all practicalities, that is really the seaside of the building. That is the back of this building. You literally have to so, go in the complex, right. circle back around. So before you're in the gate, you're getting a good look at it. You're at least the from the seaside. Side. Right. So you see the Bravo side, you see the Charlie side, and then if you went on in, you would actually lose that Delta side, and then you would drive back around until you entered the A side of the building. Okay. And it looks like most of the fire is contained to second floor and up, the best I can tell. I could just see heavy smoke the whole on the building side. or just a... Uh, well, so the building is a um, huge apartment building. I mean, big. How many units? I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think. So it would be four, eight, twelve, twenty-four for the whole thing. So we're dealing with... Two breezeways. Two breezeways. So split in the middle with the firewall. Uh, which is actually not a firewall smoke partition wall, you know, doubled okay. up sheetrock. Um, so you have one breezeway that gets you bottom floor, and you got four apartments, all that. Go upstairs, second floor, breezeway, four apartments, go up. So, And it looks like from the smoke and the smoke conditions, which are heavy, heavy black smoke conditions, it looks like it's from about the second floor up is what I can tell. Is this... More center on one of the ends. It's, it's on more on the delta side. Okay. So it's it's the Charlie Delta side of this this structure, right near the gate. As you literally, guys. it is at the gate. Like okay. you need to get the key out, open the gate to go on in. And again, new captain, tremendous a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes I made on this, and big mistakes too. Um, so I pull in and. All I think is the building's on fire, and and I've got to go put this thing out. And the best place, really, for I think for me to attack this, for my the mother truck, the pump truck to be, is really right at the gate. Like I need to be there. That's where I need to make this first attack. That's what you were thinking at the time. Yeah, I not, like, not not your. Not, I want to do it over again. This is what no. You this is actually I'm thinking at the time. Right. Okay. I'm just gonna. We're gonna park right here. Make a decision to park right here, and attack this fire. How do you get to the second floor? You can get there's there's actually a gate that opens up to get you to the back of the building. So you you you're what you wanted to do was stop where you were on that D side and enter on the C side breezeway. Right. Just okay. All right. You have a hydrant there? 
Yeah, Hydrox right okay. there, right? I mean, everything looks pretty good from that standpoint. Like, this is going to work out great. Right. If it had probably been like one little bedroom contents kind of thing, it might right. be fine. So, uh, I do what, and I'm going to admit this, I do what is a what I consider a Cheater 360, which is extremely dumb and dangerous. Instead of actually physically walking around the building, I go through the breezeway. Right. I think I would learn. I go through the breezeway to take a look at what the A-side now right, looks right. like. And so as I go through there, um, people are coming out. There's, you know, there's a lot starting to happen. And I go through the breezeway to the other side, look at the A-side. Looks good going back towards the Bravo side. I'm on the already on the Delta side, and I look up, and I see nothing but just fire. What It looks as though it has basically broke through the second floor patio and is on fire, and everything up is on fire. So I think, okay, this would be perfect. Go back through. I decide to take a two-and-a-half because it looks like it's a lot of fire. Go up dry line, stretch the dry line to the second floor because I knew it was going to be a little bit of a booger for this two and a half. Now, not to interrupt, but well, you're you, doing a good job. I am. Okay. <laughs> Are, is this a single company or double company? This is a double company. It's, so it's you've got uh, another truck right behind you. Yeah, there's there there are seven to eight of us. I'm trying to think at this particular time. There's probably eight of us on on the scene. I mean, you said two and a half. You've got a water yeah. supply. You've got people on hand got to people, help you right. move it. Okay. So we make a point to stretch this two and a half up there and to the second floor to the apartment that I think is on fire. The stretch is not good. Uh, the hose gets charged and all of the slack goes right back down where it was at. There was no extra up here. So it was as if we did not bring a dry line up. Is now it's this stuff we... There is no extra right. up here. Right. So when you did the lay, did you actually go up the stairwell, or did you go like up over the balcony? No, really. They went up the stairwell, but it looked like, and I can't remember this for a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure this is what happened. When it charged, it kind of hopped over and then went right down the the between anything the, that the was slaked on the landing. It, yeah, through the well. It just it ended up going from the second down to the first all through that the well. Was dragging it back yeah. down. Gotcha. So it didn't go down the stairwell like as if you would think, and we didn't bring extra up. Like I should have stretched all the way to the other side. The landing or anything like well, that. I we did, but, but not it, enough. We we missed right. the concept of just how much weight Wait. pulling back was mm-hmm. going to happen. If I had to do that particular part again, which I wouldn't have done this, <laughs> any of this the same, I would have stretched way to the other side of the breezeway, looped all the way right. back, probably even tied that hose off. Right. That, could you have gone up one more flight? Yeah, come I could have. I could have even went up yeah, and so brought that so that, going yeah, up Just like a high-rise, yeah, I could have yeah. totally have done that. Another tactic that I've heard people tie, and I've never done it myself, is the bust the door on the apartment across the breezeway and stretch into, into that apartment yeah. so that you're going straight into the door Yeah, and it's a it's an easy pull. Hmm. Could have done, all of those would have been excellent right. choices. <laughs> I wish you guys were there. <laughs> I wish I'd have known that. <laughs> hey Cap, what if we do this? So the takeaway to that point, which again is just the stretch. How important right. that stretch was. How extra I would have put up how much more I would have thought about the weight of that two and a half pulling lines, you know, pulling it back down. Yeah, I think a lot of people miss 
Oh, the, just how, I totally miss how it. dynamic that yeah. is. You know, when they talk about, you know, just throw rope over and haul it up. You need to haul a, a lot of it because it will jerk it right back. It down. sure will, <laughs> and it did. Unless you tie it like, off, and then when you tie it <laughs> off, you got to no. tie it off with a coupling. So <laughs> that's class. exactly how that happened. And we were at the doorway, like, "Don't, oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little bit of a, a mess to get situated. Got the door open to the apartment, and was a little bit surprised that there wasn't quite what I was expecting to find. I was expecting it to be on fire, like. We're going to go in there and start fighting fire. Was not the case. It was smoky in there, and it was pretty smoky in there, but it wasn't a lot of heat, and there wasn't. I didn't couldn't find any fire. Got crawled in, pulled some ceiling. Cannot fire. Cannot find fire anywhere in here. We are already now. We're sending crews up to the top floor, and when I say crews are now coming in, now I have realized the error in my ways because nobody can get in this complex. When I tell you we locked the front of this complex down, we locked it down. Nobody's getting in here, which was a problem later. (laughs) Apparatus placement. Apparatus placement was... um, Instead of making a quick attack, you should have been planning for more... Well, and and we need to remember this point because I got pulled into... I remember now what drove me in there was the fire. I thought it was manageable. I thought I'd be able to get right on it. Plus, you have that group that has... uh, got there and they're pointing you know it's right here it's right, right. here so you've kind of gotten sucked into the to the crowd a little right, bit right. you know i, I gotta the, stop and do something right and if they certainly i'm not gonna pull past the fire which if i had to do it again right. i'd go right through that <laughs> gate and i'd say i'd be right with you i'm gonna, just gonna circle, circle around. back around <laughs> this is gonna be better there's some parking on the opposite <laughs> yeah this huge parking lot trust it would have been a great spot for an aerial yeah okay yeah, yeah. Trust, trust will me. come to play here in a minute <laughs> No spoilers. Come on. Is there a C-130 water tanker in the future? (laughs) So we get in there on the second floor operating, and it is not showing what I'm expecting. And then now other people are getting on scene. Um, Command has basically been passed. It's kind of fluid command at this point. But I'm hearing that it is through the roof, like it's broke through the roof. And I thought... Man, that's not what I was expecting to see on the other side. However, I see how maybe it got there. So go up to the third floor again, go into that apartment thinking, okay. The one above the yeah, apartment you were just did, in. I think was on fire. Now I know it is not on fire. So I go up to the next one thinking, okay, this is going to be the one. Now, again, same two and a half. Don't have the extra. So it didn't just happen. You know, it didn't just right. float up to the third floor. It took a little time. Bubba in it. Yeah. Bubba. And, then you're, and, and I totally uh, underestimated how important it was to be physically fit at the time. <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? Like, didn't quite get that. Thought you could just live and everything would be okay, be a firefighter. But you need to be physically fit for this job. So get up to the third floor, open that door, and it is not on fire either the way I expected and now I'm somewhat confused as to what's going on so we go in there and however we pull the ceiling in there and there is nothing but fire in In the the attic attic. and it is everywhere in the attic at this point and now it's 
the apartment across the breezeway's got fire dropping down it. The apartment that we were behind has now got fire dropping down. Now the apartment below us has got. Fire. I mean, now we've literally got fire everywhere because all in all reality, all this hose stretching we've done, we've yet to put fi- water yeah. on anything. Right. right. I mean, not on anything. So, and all of that probably realistically took I bet 12 to 15 16 minutes worth of time where the fire went unchecked and it was big when we got there right so we did uh, I did I won't say we I did uh, a horrible job sizing this fire up estimating what was going to happen and where this fire was at and we ultimately burnt that building where did the where where was the fire so that's that's part of the mulligan and i and i'll start this all over again with my redo okay the building is destroyed the bottom line is we did a horrible job the building was on fire when we got there and it burned a whole lot more before we got gone and uh and I, I hate it because I know I wanted, if there was ever a time that I wanted this to be a video game, it was on that fire. And I remember us talking about it. Man, if I could just redo that, we this would not have went this way. Because we learned things after the fire did go out. So the redo would be this. Enter that same complex, same exact scenario, same fire nothing different from what I see except for I do not stop at the front or the back at that gate I open the gate and I go into that complex the way I should have I would have seen now I would have seen the Bravo side I would have seen the Charlie I still would have had a hard time seeing the Delta because of the way the 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 woods or foliage was Mm -hmm. right there but I'd went on in and I would have gotten a good view of the A side which was where the problem was originally but see, I didn't. I didn't go to the A side. I went through a Cheater 360 and looked up and saw fire through basically on a balcony, you know. Right. Which and then I assumed that it was coming out. If I had gone around and looked at it front on, I think I would have realized now that this fire had actually started on the balcony on the second floor. And then exposed up. And into exposed the up into went through the soffits mm. and gone in, and it was heavy fire. So. My 360 with the truck now on the front side would have revealed, I think, a different story of what I would have done. And although it is not popular, without a doubt, what I would have done now is I would have hit that from the outside. I would have taken that same, if I was going to stick with that two and a half, actually looking back on it, knowing what I know now and the lines we're using, I'd use my pre-connect. But I would have hit that second floor. I'd have knocked that down, and I would have saw just how quick there really wasn't that much fire there. It was on the balcony, and it was going up into the third floor. But at that very point, when I first got there, it had not got up into the attic yet. So it was just there. So if I'd have done that, blacked that down, it would have been smoky. It would have been bad. But when we went into that second floor, we would have been met with the exact same thing that I was met with. There's no fire in here. There's a lot of smoke in here, but there's no extension in here. Mm. And then we would have gone to the next, no extension. And then if we had any exposure into the attic, we would have dealt with it immediately. You know what I mean? It would have been much quicker. Um, I 
we ended up needing an aerial on that device, on that structure, on the original. I mean, on the act, the event that actually happened, not the way in my mind I wanted it to happen. Um, and there was nowhere to put it. You, I, you couldn't. I I locked up the front so bad that. Well, and I mean, but you you locked work. up the front, but usually there's two gates, right? There were, but the second truck come in and locked that up because <laughs> the hydrant was right there. So I gotcha. You know, see so the the line right. had to come across, okay. so we 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 locked all that up. We we totally just messed that up, and it and I got caught up in that moth to the flame kind of concept right. where I'm like, okay, first of all, first misunderstanding is it's not what I thought it was because I didn't do a good 360. I'm getting drawn in by the crowd. I'm thinking that I can do this. It's right here. It's right here. I'm gonna. They're gonna think. What What are they gonna think I'm doing if I drive by this? I mean, that's literally right. what they thought. Because we've seen what happens when people think you should be doing something that you're not, but you know what you're doing. So, so do don't get caught up in that. How much of your the the things that you do again differently was a result of the the speed that you arrived at the scene at? You know, because typically we've got a little bit of time bouncing down the road where you get to read the comments yeah. on the computer and say, okay, I'm sure that played into it you know, because it was an immediate, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it compresses what's already a compressed decision-making cycle. It compresses it even more, and you add right. in those people that are screaming and pointing and... You know, it, it becomes. I'm not ready to be on scene yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> could you give me like two minutes? <laughs> maybe, maybe drive me around the block one time, just so that I can put my phone. We're just together. kidding. We really don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no. But, but you, you're absolutely well, no, right. It, you, you get hammered with it so quickly, and you're like, Man, I'm still putting my stuff on. Sure. And I got to give assignments, and I got to tell my guys what to do. It's just, I'm horrible over the radio. And right now, I did it yesterday. I drove up on an accident. And I completely forgot to tell them I was in command. I mean, I told them I drove up on an accident, but I didn't do what I should have done, which is go into command, you know, here's what we've got, blah, 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 blah. And it's because I drove up on it. I wasn't expecting it. Right. You know, I come around the, the you bend. You dispatched to it. Yeah, I come so. around the bend on the road. There's four cars involved in a, in right. a bad accident and, you know, at a stop bus, or a stopped uh, uh, school bus. But, um, yeah, that, that compression... I'm sure it played into it. Played into me. The compression played into it. The new officer played into it. Um, who were who were your firefighters that you were? Were they senior firefighters? They were been there a while, or were they recruits or, or rookies? Or they were. It was a mix, but it was more of at least me or less. Okay. There were there weren't any. You didn't have any older older drivers yeah. or anything like that. No. And so I think where he's kind of looking at on that is, were they just following you blindly, or did they all have the same view of it the way you did? I think, and I hate to say it, following me blindly, because we're actually going down an area I had never considered before. I never thought about what they were thinking. Now they probably think I was an idiot. it's all about you, Shane. (laughs) All about you. Of course it is. Um, You know, I, I... as bad as that sounds, I think that's exactly what they're doing is just falling right. blindly. I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to stop right here. We're going to take this two and a half. I think we can jump on this thing real quick. And everybody's, break. Well, there's not, and I don't think there's anything really wrong with it. It's not following blindly. It's a trust. Yeah. Well, right. I, I trust mean, that Cap knows what he's talking about, and we're going to whip this thing. Well, they learned on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we talked about it in yours. You know, there's that situational awareness that you need to try and maintain. No matter what your position is, right. keep your head on a swivel. You're another set of eyes right. that are providing information to that incident commander or the initial incident commander of, 
hey, uh, what, what if we do it this way? Or, or, you know, I saw something over here, you know, you're not all things. I mean, there, right. there's no way that you can get all that information pumped into you. And it sounds great in, in theory when we're sitting here and it's nice and calm. Yeah, you would like to say I would respond well to you bringing secondary methods. But you wouldn't have- in the heat of the battle... When you okay, I think this is the direction we need to go in. Like we are going in this direction, the secondaries are not happening right then because the primaries are trying to. You're trying to unfold the primary action. Uh, this was our initial action. This is what I'm going to do. You know, I even I'm trying to, and I'm trying to be honest with myself. If I had a firefighter say, "Hey, Cap, I don't know if we should do that right now. If we go ahead and pull the Quint around to the other side, or go ahead and bring let the other units come around the other side, I think we'll have a better shot at it." I don't know that I would have said, "Hey, that sounds like a great idea. Let's undo everything no, we've done if, at this point." Let's say that you did have a tailboard that that without really prompting had said hey cap looks like it's just up there on that balcony on the alpha side he's not right. he's not really correcting you right. he's it's just, just feeding you information yeah, it's just information you, you know, know right? raising your would situation that, would that have been awareness. enough for you to go what or would you have gone shut up no <laughs> i wouldn't have gone shut up but i don't know that at that point right. i would have right. i mean i would like to tell us here and tell you yeah i would have taken right. that information and done great things with it but well, and just like I the said, reality you know, of it is i'm not sure that i would have changed it right then. Yeah. So. So, are you saying it would be a negative to not have somebody try and raise your situational awareness, giving you some kind of update or? No, I don't think it's a negative. I just think that I had already created such a bad environment to that point that any any other commentary or secondary information that says I think it's just or I think we should do this or I think it should go over here. I don't know that I could have undone it at that point because I already had this thing going in such a bad direction. I just, you know what I mean? Well, then you just go with your plan B. I should have. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The reality of it is, is here's the kicker. I didn't have a plan B. Well, and that's the joke because when me and him were in a class in the National Fire Academy, they would actually, I was safety and they said, you know, write down your plan B. And I'm like, what's a plan B? And I was like, we just. Plan A will work. Right. I said, we just adjust plan A until it fits. Right. And And that's more appropriate is A is the foundation. It's why it's so important that first crews on the scene set this thing up right because you're exactly right. There is really no plan B where we clear all the leaks. I want to we'll do a reset back. on this. Yeah. I'm going to go play Everybody B. put the hose back Everybody on the truck. We're really, going to pull it off it's again. Always it's always a build off of plan, plan A. a. It's A.1, A.2, yeah. A.3. Right. Yeah, we, we just adjust it until it fits and we did, what we needed to do. We, we did adjust off of plan A. and Poorly. Uh, poorly. I mean, <laughs> it's decent. No, no, you're not. It was true. It was it was bad. And the reality of it is, is when, when we decided we were going to do these mulligans, Man, I've had a lot to choose from. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I've, I, there are quite a few that I was like, man, I sure wish I could do that one over. Um, well, I, 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 we were talking. So with I, some... I don't want people to think that oh, you can only come up with one. I've been on scene with you. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can come up with more than one. I was sitting at a station a couple couple days ago, dropped something off at the station, and sat down with them, and they were talking. And uh, there's a new firefighter there, and you know, we were talking. And I think I brought it up. If I I might have thought it and maybe didn't say it, but you know I drive through uh, my county all the time and and it's a I've been in that basement I've been in that house right. I've been in you know that backyard 
It's just a tour. I remember when we stretched on that. Yeah. When we stretched uh, on that. That one, we, yeah, that one didn't go so great, you know. I wish I could do that one over. <laughs> I was going to say, wish I'd done that one differently. <laughs> like, I promise you I have done that. I have gone to and said, man, I drove down Mulligan's head. Row. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some Mulligan Row. That's for, for sure. For so, sure. out of out of the several things that you did wrong on this fire two two big takeaways um well actually there's more than two but i'm going to tell you highlight what i think were big ones apparatus placement was huge in that i should have i should have done what i knew was right and go through that gate and set this thing up for the what if you and i and we've all talked about this before we are in the business to be forecasters we're not reporters. I'm constantly trying to think about what this thing could do right. or will do. I'm not. I shouldn't respond from a reporter standpoint of. Here's what it's here's doing right blah. now. Yeah. So I would totally change apparatus placement. I would have done by changing apparatus placement would have supported a better 360. Right. However, I I had gotten into a habit at that time because of the structures that I was used to operating in a lot of apartment buildings. And again, this was wrong. I do not advocate this at all. Sometimes you have no choice but to do a, what I call that cheater 360 where you're going through the building. But if you don't have to do that, you should do a good 360 right. on the building. You should take a moment and look at this building. A 360 is not a check mark. It's not just to say, I did my 360. There, There is... There are a lot of things that have to be taken in consideration when you do that. And that means that you have to focus on doing the 360. Focus on where it looks like it's coming from. What's the smoke looks like? Where is it come, how is it coming out? Is it thick? Is it coming out with velocity? Is it coming out lazy? I, sh- I should have focused. And if I had right. done that, I would have realized, I feel confident that I would have realized, damn, this thing is not on fire the way I thought it is. The balcony's on fire. Right. Um, if I'd have done it that way, my second change wouldn't have been necessary. But one of the takeaways was the stretch and how important proper hose line stretching is, and it should be practiced. It, it, you know, you, you can't just sit at the kitchen table and go, you know, we should. I would just go up there and I'd flake it around, and that sounds all good, and that's all theoretical. But when you go actually do it and charge it, you see where the problems come from. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Right. How does it react? Exactly. That kind of thing. It's good to talk about it, and I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about it, but at some point you have to put the practical put parts on. of it so that you can see how it reacts you and what it does. read all the books on, yeah. on shooting a gun. That you until want, you pull the damn you, trigger, yeah, you right? Go out and actually, so I guess for me the big ones are apparatus, three hundred and sixty line stretch, practicing the line stretch. Did anybody line. above you on scene end up coming to you and talking to you about it and, and kind of? No, as a matter of fact, I was a little surprised at how I won't say. Uh, lackadaisical they were but it was almost like hey you know what sometimes you win sometimes you lose shake it off I was already processing the problems with this well, was that helpful to you no you you wanted to be well, raked over I, I shouldn't say over it, it no I didn't want to necessarily be raked over <laughs> I say it wasn't helpful to me because I had once at that point where I'm getting an opportunity to reflect on my actions I knew that I had done wrong. I didn't need anybody to point these things. It'd be different if that person, let's say that that senior chief comes to me and says, hey, well, you know what, man, shake it off. And then in turn, I say, I wouldn't do a damn thing different. 
what do you mean shake it off? That's sometimes you win, sometimes that would have been different. Right. I would have then, if I was that senior officer, I would have started pointing out some, let's talk about what you might have done different there, yeah. since you realize there are none. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, But the fact that I was already talking to this senior chief saying, I would have never done this, I would have went around, I would have, if I'd have realized, I would, we wouldn't be here right now if I'd have realized right. this thing was the one's balcony. So um, I didn't need them to. But was there like a formal critique done so that those lessons that you learned were shared with everybody, you know, sitting on the back of the truck? We didn't. I don't remember doing a formal critique on that. I'm I'm pretty sure we did an on-scene informal critique where we did talk about a few things. But that's probably one of the things that I wish we would do a little bit better is have that formal critique to say, here's what you can and can't do or should and shouldn't do, blah, blah. But no. So outside of my company and, and me being humble and having to eat some crow a little bit and say, listen, we've we really screwed that up, and we being me, um, we learned. You know, I think we learned about what we wouldn't do again, but probably missed another six or seven companies. Of course, they probably realized, well, hey, dummy should have never done that. <laughs> so... <laughs> So well, anyway. how did, and how did they learn that? You know, did they have that in their in their past? Watching they were, idiots like, like us. Yeah. Well, or, or did they did they do it themselves? And they're you know they're looking at you going, yeah, I made that mistake before too. You know, the thing is, the reality is, we do get to fight. Um, we're in an environment where we do get to experience and fight a lot of fire, but even a lot of fire, it's not like it's not like the video game. You know, right. Well, and the thing about the video game analogy is that 95% of those fires are always the same, basically. Or you can kind of boil it down and say it's the same thing every time. But there's always that 5% about that fire that's completely unique to everything that we've experienced up until now. You know? That's nope. like I say, the tactic works right up until it doesn't. It does, right. That's, <laughs> oh, with we don't can't use that anymore. <laughs> right. That's with everything. Nobody did get hurt. No firefighters got hurt. Right. Uh, everybody got out of the building. So outside of property, again, I'm not saying that's a win by no means, but I am I, I am glad nobody got hurt because that would what be. What time of day was this? It was, it was daytime. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it was. It wasn't late. I think it was early morning. And did not early early morning, but like maybe a mid morning. Did somebody end up coming forward and going, "Yeah, I was doing something on my deck and set it on fire"? Or to be honest with you, I don't even remember. Yeah. Okay, I really don't. So that's my redo, guys. Well, instead of uh, knocking the fire down from the outside with a pre-connect, would you do it with a deck gun? Or no, like I wouldn't that? have on that one. Okay, why not? Yeah. Because it wouldn't have warranted it. It just didn't need it. It wasn't that much. No. Nah. Oh, wow. looking back okay. on it, it wasn't. I mean, it looked impressive. Again, when you go through the breezeway and you look up, that is not the same as being out in front of it and looking right, at it. Right, you right. see what I'm saying? So for whatever reason, looking up just gave it a lot bigger right. feel. So you know honestly, what I mean? where I thought you were going with this, where I thought the fire was going to be up until you said there wasn't any fire in the, in the third floor, uh, in the, well, in the second, I thought it was going to be on the first. Oh, and that I when had you, gone above you, one. When you cut through the breezeway... Yeah, I knew you, it wasn't on the first. Did you put your hand on the door or something? No, or but I mean, when I went through the breezeway, I went through the first floor breezeway, and it was there was no smoke down there. And when I looked up, I could see the fire was on the second and up. Right. 
It, it looked like, and in my mind, it had broke I just, front I, and up. And it's another one of my mulligans. I, I let guys go in. We thought, you know, it, fire was in the basement. I did a three sixty. Yeah. I didn't open you up in those doors, and that would have been... I didn't feel the window. I'm a trying captain to came behind me and put his hands on the window and went, the fire's in the basement. I would have thought that was, I would have done that, so I wonder if people were vacating at that time. It was out. like a... a I, I felt so stupid. Was because, it in the basement? Yeah. And it had burned through... The first floor? Yeah. And the guys that we sent in almost fell through the hole. Or the guys that I sent in almost fell through the hole. It was this captain coming behind me, putting his hand on the window... And he said, you know, hey, we need to get them out of there. It's in the basement. And it had started in the basement, you know. But it was, I went around. I did a full 360. I looked in the basement windows. <laughs> I didn't see fire. But it, it, it had burned for so long and was so darkened down mm-hmm. and was moving up through the structure. Uh-huh. And it had just burned holes. I, it, anyway, I, t- I touched the windows. I touched the windows. I touched the doors now. To try and, yeah. it's just one more. Yep. Okay. You know. I don't know. Yeah, I think a lot of times when people do three sixties, they're like doing a hot lap and they're looking at their feet. Right. Like, How fast can I make this right. happen? And we're like, oh, because I got to get my line stretched. Right, right, right. Because the whole compression of time and stuff. And so they really need to do exactly like you're saying. You know, looking at all the sides, all the windows, where the fire's located. And then communicating 360 complete, this is what we found. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, paint that picture, raise the situational awareness for all the other units. But a lot of times I'll hear people and they're like so quickly trying to run around the building, you know, get that done because I got to, you know, I don't want to get the you know, second in company right. to take, take my, my line, line. Right. Know, that kind of stuff. And it's that ego. And again, that's kind of stuff. that ego. Oh, it's a killer. You, it, personally, I, I see more selfish firefighting now than I ever have seen. Maybe it's because they don't have as many fires. And and, so like maybe, gotta... but you know, you'll watch, just like a, you know, I relate things a lot of times to sports, but like football teams, there's only one running back, one quarterback. Not everybody gets to score the touchdown. I mean, you have to have, play supporting roles. And sometimes guys just can't do that. You know, everybody wants to be on the nozzle. Yeah, Nobody's get, pulling slack for the guy on the nozzle. You focus on this teamwork concept. Yeah, really. it, it, it really is a, a tough sell sometimes and these guys and you have to understand those those roles. You know, we're all putting this fire out, but you know, oh, it's my my fire. You know. Well, your crew gets assigned a water supply, right? And you're like, ah, you know, right? Exactly. But really, the fire's not going to go out without that. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't do your job well, we're kind of all screwed. Yeah, exactly. But you know, they they want that selfishness, that sure. bragging rights, and I get it. I, you know, I, I've been there, but I see it as a very selfish type of firefighting right now. I want guys to be a little above it, you know, especially the older guys too, because you'll see them. You know, instead of taking command on a on an officer who gets there and is struggling, a brand new officer, they want to cut one more hole. They want to, you know, try and make one more grab. I don't know who that was. I think that was our recording device. Oh, you know, take command. You know, relieve that guy who's struggling there, and you know, keep everybody else safe by giving clear directions right. and doing what you're supposed to do. And I keep seeing that happening. Driven by maturity and experience, and right, yeah, right. Good mulligan, sir. Yeah, sir. yeah. I, like I got a lot more if you want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you want to talk about them? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, that does right. great points right there. Yeah, uh, we hope it was another useful discussion for our listeners. Maybe some of what we said helps you out on a future fire, or maybe you identify with. <laughs> 
what Shane was describing. <laughs> Might be a couple of listeners that were actually on that one. <laughs> so uh, we appreciate you listening, and uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, combustiblethepodcast.com. Uh, you can always message us on Twitter, at Bill CTP at Hatch CTP at A Shane CTP and let's not forget our long lost colleagues it's uh, Pabell at Pabell isn't it is it at Troche or at Pabell let's go at Troche at Troche CTP you want to spell that T-R-O-C-H-E yeah he's in Colorado right now he is being doing cool stuff yeah looking at Apparati alright interesting Apparati